following is a paid program. The views expressed are not necessarily those of the management or ownership of KSTPAM 1500 ESPN. The following is a presentation of Cover Your Assets and is offered by Rooker Financial Coaching and Consulting. You're trying to build your income, your business, your life. Challenges are all around you. It seems so overwhelming. People are depending on you. Who do you listen to? Where can you go to find honest, useful information? Todd Rooker. For decades, Todd Rooker has been teaching professional education to attorneys, CPAs, bankers, and financial advisors. Rooker Financial Consulting offers advice and coaching to consumers, business owners, and financial professionals on every topic imaginable. If you truly want to succeed, sit back and find out how to cover and build your assets. Here's nationally renowned speaker and expert getting you on the path to financial strength and wealth, Todd Rooker. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Cover Your Assets. My name is Todd Rooker, and I think we have an absolutely fabulous show lined up for you. To be entirely transparent here, this is a show that I've wanted to do for quite some time. Uh, It is with a business owner, a friend, and a guy that, frankly, I just think so much of, and am, frankly, also uh, a a little in awe of uh, what he's been able to accomplish. And so I think that this is going to be useful for those of you who are business owners. I also think that it's going to be uh, a little inspirational as well. Uh, I have encouraged him to talk about some of the challenges he's been through, something he's reluctant about doing and doesn't really want to do, but I'm going to try to press him a little bit into that area. And uh, I want to, uh, I guess, set the context. The show is about uh, his business and and the growth and, and what he has done and how he's accomplished what he has, and certainly that's a value. But it is also a story about life and a story about business owners. And as you know, I'm always more interested in who you are than what you do. And then once I know who you are, then it's a whole lot easier to talk about what you do. So we're going to begin with that, and hopefully we're going to have him on the show again, uh, again and again, frankly. So let me set the stage or uh, provide a little context here. First, know this. Uh, if you are uh, a business owner and you have a business that has a resale value, now that's something in and of itself. Do you know that if you're a small business owner and you sell your business, or better yet, if you're someone who purchases a business from someone else, a successful business, that you have a less than 10% chance of surviving and not going out of business when you purchase that business? Less than 10%, 90% chance you will not succeed when you purchase a business. That Those are the national statistics. Now, if that doesn't set you back on your heels, I don't know what else I'm going to say that will. So that is pretty powerful. Now you add the next dynamic, and that is family businesses, family businesses. And there's a book sitting on my shelf in my office that says, Keeping the Family Out of the Family Business. And there's a reason for that, because 
if it's tough to sell a business to a business owner who maybe has a business mind, maybe they're an entrepreneur in so much as they have the money to be able to pay for an existing business, think about family who may or may not have any money, uh, may have just inherited a business, and now they're stuck in an area where maybe they're not prepared for, maybe they don't have the education, maybe they're very young and the employee workforce is much older and doesn't want to listen to them. There's a monotony of, or a, a litany, rather, of things that can go wrong. So to do that and pass it on to the next generation is quite a feat and almost miraculous. This business of Troy's, Troy Danner, Troy is the third generation of Danner's cabinets. And he has young children, not that young, young men, who are already moving in as the fourth generation into his business. And they have uh, managed that successfully and, frankly, grown. And much of that, of course, is to direct credit to Troy. And so with that, Troy, welcome to the show. Thanks, Todd. <laughs> Quite an intro, huh? Yeah, that was amazing. All right. Well, and and you and you're you're kind of amazing, but uh, so so let's for, let's first say this is Danner's Custom Cabinet Shop. You reside in Ramsey, Minnesota, and uh, y- you know I don't know. Were you brought up in Ramsey? Where are you from originally? Yeah, I'm actually uh, from Ramsey. I uh, grew up uh, not even two miles from the shop. Oh, my goodness. So where'd you, did you go to school there in Ramsey, too? Yep. I went to Anoka High School. Oh, wow. Yep. Okay. Anoka. That, was, that a, was that a big school? When you, I mean, I, I remember that being a really big high school. Was that a pretty big school? Yeah, it was. Uh, my graduating class was one of the biggest in history. We graduated with over 1,100 people. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Yep. So when you were in high school, um, your grandfather started the company, right? He started the cabinet shop? Correct. All right. And so how did that occur? Tell me just a little bit about how that happened. Was he in the business before he was a worker? or what? How, how did that come about? Nope. Uh, he... Uh he had a full-time job, and it was something he liked to do after hours. So he'd get done working and have dinner and go out and start tinkering in the garage. And he uh, he first started by uh, building a set of cabinets for his own garage. So uh, he built a, a really nice set, a workbench, and all these different cabinets for in his garage, his uh, man cave. And next thing you know, neighbors, family, friends were like, can you do that for me? And... Uh, he said, sure, I can do that. And so he started building for friends and family and such. Wow. Yeah. You're not going to tell me those cabinets still exist, do they? I have some in uh, some in my house, yeah. <laughs> I have furniture, dresser drawers, and stuff like that. Unbelievable. Unbel- so, so, so that's incredible. Your father... When, when, or uh, how was he introduced to the cabinet business? I know he went into it. How was he introduced to the cabinet business? So my grandfather actually started Danner's Cabinet Shop after he he retired from Hoffman in Anoka. So his retirement was he uh, built this small, he he bought a couple acres out in Ramsey and uh, built a, Built a small little shop in Ramsey, and him and my grandma actually lived in a mobile home behind the shop for the first year uh, while my dad uh, built their house. So my dad was a framer for years and years and uh, had framing crews and framed homes. So uh, 
grandpa and grandma lived behind the little shop in a in a trailer for the first year while he built the house and uh uh that's how it all started so your dad didn't initially go into the cabinet business did he work with your dad as a young a young kid in the in the cabinet business with your fa- with your grandfather or what Nope, nope. Like I said, it was uh, kind of started later in life after my grandpa had retired. So my dad framed homes and he had uh, crews and uh, his own business. But what had happened is my grandpa got busy, busier than he could handle. So my dad would work all day and then in the evening he'd come and help his dad out. Wow. Got it. Got it. So when did your dad then officially uh, take over the cabinet business? It was about uh, six, seven years later, and he was getting tired of uh, framing in the cold winters and stuff. So uh, it was five, six years later, he bought the business from my, my grandpa and doubled it in size. Wow. So he, what, what, he what, was, would, what would be the date about that, about that time? Oh, I would say uh, mid to late 70s. Got it. Got it. Mid to late seventies. Okay. Yep. Uh, you were going to say I interrupted you. I'm sorry. What were you going to say that he had what? Oh, he uh, that that he doubled it in size and that he just started bringing in machinery and stuff like he, that. So he brought machinery in even back then, huh? And yep. What what type of machinery would we be talking about? Oh, we would be talking about like uh, wide belt sanders, um, planers. Uh, uh, more table saws, sliding sliding router tables, different things like that. So he was innovative at that time, but what I'm getting from that is that the way the cabinet business was done was more with hand tools prior to that. Is that right? Or yep, it was a table saw and hand tools prior to that. Wow, wow. Mm-hmm. And so think, folks, when you go into the houses uh, that uh, that are built prior to that, Imagine that a lot of the work in the, in the cabinetry and the way it was done was done very differently back then. And the production that they can do today, I would expect uh, no way in the world could, could they have done the amount of volume that you do in your shop today. No way. No way. No mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Uh, so at what point did you determine that you would be going into the cabinet business. Did you start working just like we talked about your dad and, and it, with your grandfather? Did you start working in the cabinet shop early in your life? Yeah, I did. So uh, like my dad, he worked all day and then would help his dad in the evening. I would, in eighth grade, uh, I started working for Danner's Cabinets. The uh, I'd, work, I'd go to school during the day and uh, the bus would drop me off at the cabinet shop and uh, me and a, a buddy, Chris, back in the day, we'd sweep floors and clean the bathroom and stuff and jump on our bikes and ride those home after we were done. You're not saying, this isn't the same Chris who was working with you now. No, different Chris. I was yep. going to say, boy, that would really be a story there. Yeah, that would be. Wow. Okay. And so, and so at the time that you were doing that, did you see yourself going into the cabinet business or was this just a side gig that you helped your, your dad out with? This was just a side gig that, you know, I just did. Oh. But uh, I had no idea at that point. And actually, uh, I did that qu- for quite a few summers. But then when I hit high school, I actually, I wasn't working at the shop. I went out and framed homes during the summer with, oh. uh, with one of the guys my dad worked with back in the day. A home builder? Yep. Very good. And yep. And did you enjoy that? I did. 
Yep. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I working out, working outside, working out in the sun, getting tan, all that kind of stuff. It's a, I mean, to me, that's a, it's kind of a young man's thing because it does beat you up over time. But uh, oh yeah, I was in the best shape of my life back then. Oh my goodness gracious! Yeah. So I, I know, I know you don't want to bring this up, but you had an accident. And it it probably changed your life and changed your thinking a little bit. And I want to just explore that a little bit. So could you talk about that? Yeah, I can. So uh, in 2002, I was in a snowmobile crash. Um, pretty lucky to be alive. I spent uh, 28 uh, days in North Memorial. And uh, what I remember waking up and them telling me that I was uh, paralyzed from... Uh, the chest down it was pretty uh pretty dramatic for me wow and how old were you at that time i was 32 years old goodness gracious and so were you in the cabinet business at that time when you were 32 yep yep and and how did you deal with managing that business is it did you have somebody to help you who was already in a position to do that did you feel urgency to be able to get back and manage it for fear that maybe it wouldn't survive during that time tell me a little bit about that yep about that time i was running the business i wasn't an owner at that point but i was basically the general manager and uh yeah like i said i spent 28 days in the hospital but Two days in, I had a laptop, and I was designing my sister and brother-in-law's house from my hospital bed. So I had the capability, even back then, to uh, use uh, the software that we have, Cabinet Vision, and uh, draw and design cabinets from my hospital bed. Wow. Wow. Well, as somebody who's gone through some things, not to that extreme, but similarly... I felt that uh, that having things like that to take your mind off and focus were really helpful. Did you feel that way as well? Absolutely. Absolutely. It was a way to, to f- refocus my thinking onto something else. What, what year, what point in time would that have been at 32 years old for you about? 2002. 2002. So when you got back to the cabinet shop, and uh, obviously, as a different person at that point, what was your sense of how you would run that business? Did you feel like you were you were under pressure to be able to make that thing perform? Did you see that as something that that you could focus on and that you could you could build even regardless of what had happened to you? Yeah, um, laying in the hospital bed, I had two decisions to make. One, it was just to to do whatever I could. Uh, to force forward and be successful or or to lay there and feel sorry for myself. So I at that moment, I decided that I was going to move forward and make changes. Being uh, able-bodied before that and working in the shop, measuring, doing other things, I had to rethink how I was going to run this thing. So I moved into the office, and uh, that software helped. So I was able to project manage and stuff. I... Instead of me going out and doing the measures, I had uh, more than capable uh, guys working for me. So I redesigned and had guys go out and measure for me, take pictures, and bring that information back. And um, what I learned is is technology is a big help. And um, at that point, I started improving some machinery and our technology and computers and stuff. And that helped me... uh, that helped me 
grow to the point where I am now? Folks, this is certainly a story of uh, turning lemons into lemonade. Uh, and a lot of times, as you hear me talk on the show, the adversity, while you wouldn't wish it on anybody, oftentimes can make you more as a human being. And I surely believe that here in this case. The other thing, though, that I've found when working with business owners is that when you're involved in something like this, many business owners uh, are the of of the opinion that if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. And they continually step in and step over their people and do not give those people the latitude they need to be able to learn and grow and and fail because the business owner won't allow them to do it. And consequently, the business owner winds up having to do everything. When you're in a situation like Troy's just described, it may be that you have no choice but to let people do more and take on more significant responsible roles because you just simply can't do it anymore and it winds up being a really good thing for the business. Is Was that the case for you or was that not the case? Uh, you nailed it. I mean, that was exactly it. It was hard at first for me to give up that responsibility, say measuring or something like that, but I was able to train them right, apparently, and uh, it worked out for me really, really well. And and they feel better about it, too, because they're doing something that they know that they can handle. You know, and, and folks, there's, a, there's a, a business growth metaphor in there, and that is that you give people the latitude to fail. You surely don't want anybody to fail, but, but just like you, when you take something on and the risk is that you might fail, it forces you to, obviously most people detest failure, it forces you to grow more. And without giving the folks that work for you that opportunity, you you limit the scale and growth of your business. And so, you know, I've got other business owners who as a result of illness or other challenges, they were forced to, to do that, maybe work remotely. Troy didn't necessarily work remotely except in the office as opposed to out in the shop. And that allowed that that business to grow, and I, I think that's really a, winds up being a pretty good thing. So, <clears throat> at what point did you did you uh, look at it and say I can grow the business in a different way than I than I could before? Did you see the business differently after your accident as to how you would go about doing that? Yeah, it took me a while to figure it out, but. Uh yeah, I just had to look at it different. I had to put people into positions that I used to take care of. So it was more about coming back, training people to do what I did. And then once that was in place, I was able to focus on other ways to grow the business. And I really felt it was improving technology. Wow. And 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 we're going to, folks, go into more because technology has become such a big part of every business and certainly a part of this business. We'll be talking more about this. We're speaking with uh, Troy Danner from Danner's Custom Cabinets in Ramsey, Minnesota. Uh, Troy is a third-generation business owner. He has fourth-generation children who are moving into the business, and they have successfully navigated uh, already – uh, two acquisitions from one generation to the next, and this cabinet business continues to thrive and grow under Troy's watch. Troy's an amazing guy. We'll be right back to talk more about his growth and his success in Danner's Custom Cabinets. We'll be right back. Does your sump pump run constantly? Do you want to ensure that you never have a damp, musty-smelling basement? These issues are caused by water coming off your roof, draining into your basement. 
Gutters can resolve these problems. William Foss is the owner of Seamless Solutions. He is honest and trustworthy. He is simply the best. If you need gutters or leaf covers, he is the guy to call. You can call him at 612-834-0664 or go to his website, SeamlessSolutionsMN.com. Are you looking for a bank that supports entrepreneurs like you? If you're searching for a bank to grow with you and your business, I would like to welcome you to our village, Village Bank. Hi, I'm Alicia Webb, President and Vice Chair of Village Bank. I'm honored to lead Village Bank, an entrepreneur's bank that was built by an entrepreneur and for entrepreneurs. Starting a business and then maintaining it requires mindset. It's important for business owners to realize that financial statements aren't just for their bankers and accountants. Knowing your numbers will help build the foundation for you and a healthy and successful business. You don't have to be a financial expert nor a banker, but you do need to understand a few key financial documents and metrics to make your business successful. Follow us on Facebook and LinkedIn or visit us at villagebankonline.com. It takes a village to accomplish your business goals. And be sure to tune in to cover your assets the last Saturday of every month to fill your entrepreneurial cup of ambition and start your Saturday off right with me, Alicia Webb, and our village, Village Bank. Fix Auto has been the collision repair leader in the Twin Cities for over 40 years. Hi, I'm Matt Feehan, second generation owner. Our mission at Fix Auto is to provide you with the simplest collision repair experience anywhere. If you're in an accident and you need help, my team is here and ready for you. You can find us on the web at fixautousa.com. That's fixautousa.com. We are Fix Auto, home of the wow experience. He can lift a bus straight over his head. He can fly around the world in seconds. And he has the power to regenerate entire limbs. Okay, so Jason Walgrave isn't actually a superhero. But once you visit his website to find out what he knows about real estate, you may start to think he's superhuman. That's because at JasonWalgrave.com, you'll find absolutely anything you need to know about real estate in the Twin Cities. Whether you're looking to buy or sell your home, check out JasonWalgrave.com, the number one place for all your real estate questions. Finding a good banker and CPA are like having a good doctor or mechanic. You cannot fully appreciate the value they represent until you're in a pinch and truly need them. However, that's not the time to go looking for one. Instead, you want to position and strategize well in advance for a favorable outcome. CPA Arliss Cleveland of Arliss Cleveland LTD is the CPA firm you've been looking for. As many of you already know, if you're looking for a great CPA, Arliss Cleveland gets my highest endorsement. Arliss Cleveland LTD has now formed a strategic relationship with Village Bank, conveniently located in the Village Bank building, located at 9298 Central Avenue North, Suite 412 Blaine, Minnesota. You can also find Arliss Cleveland LTD certified public accountants and consultants by going to accountingoffices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. That contact information again, accounting-offices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Welcome back, everybody. We are uh, walking through uh, what I think is a pretty amazing uh, uh, 
evolution, I guess, uh, with three generations of cabinet makers. And, and again, I'll say any business that survives from one generation to the next is pretty amazing, giving the statistics or the challenges that they're up against in so much as any business has a less than 10 percent chance of success from one business owner to the next, let alone a family uh, business, which I don't think is better. I would expect it to be worse. I don't know that for certain, but I would expect it with time I've been doing what I do. So <clears throat> Troy Danner is the owner of Danner's Custom Cabinet Shop in Ramsey, Minnesota. He's been through some challenges in his life, and we're about to delve into another one. Some of you are old enough to have lived through this challenge. Some of you are not. I have, uh, because of my adjusted age, <laughs> lived for, through even more than Troy. But adjusted uh, age, yes. I like well, that. we're not going to get into <laughs> we're not going to get into more than that. <laughs> but uh, but I, I want to talk with him about that. So, <clears throat> what what are uh, how has your thinking evolved from the time that you started in the cabinet business? to where you are now. I know there's some major changes that took place, and I know that some of those challenges have affected the way you, you look at things. So could you tell us a little bit about that, Troy? Sure. So uh, originally, back in the day, we were mostly all new home builders. So pretty much all we ever did was uh, new homes. Working with general contractors who built who were home builders. Yep. Okay. Yep. And then that all changed in 08 when uh, the housing market went went down. And uh, I learned real quick going from 16 employees down to three that I had to make some changes. Wow. So, yeah, the, it, was, it was a downturn is what most people would characterize as a crash. Uh, it was uh, dramatic if you lived through that time. The real estate market uh, saw a 30 to 40 percent decrease in valuation and the stock market, our stock market nearly crashed during that time. Uh, a lot of pinnacle businesses that were staples that would be here forever literally went bankrupt and went out of business. And so the fact that you survived through this is pretty amazing. So you're working with general contractors. And then you had to go from 16 to 3. Now, as somebody who's, who's who built a, a, a couple businesses and and run them, I know one of the most challenging things in the world is to fire people, especially people who are good people who do their jobs well and their life and their family and their children depend upon that paycheck. And you got to be the one to go in and cut them loose. I can't even imagine. Yeah, it was Probably the hardest time I thought my accident was hard, but I think that that was a harder time for me in my lifetime than my accident, to be honest. So, yeah, I had to sit down with lots of different guys and and tell them that, you know, I wasn't able to keep them hired anymore. It was it was a horrible time. Wow. And so your your business volume, the, the revenue that came in. What I don't need to know the numbers, but what what type of decrease did you see in that in that '08 time period? Oh, it it went it was in half. I mean, even more than in half. It was maybe one third of what I had before. I mean, we were scraping for anything. I mean, we were doing million dollar homes left and right, lots and lots of cabinets down to being lucky if we could get a vanity or something for someone. Wow! And so you and so you innovated. And started working for consumers directly. Is that is that one of the things you did to try to diversify or what? Yep. 
Exactly. So I diversified. We basically decided that we we're going to do anything and everything in the cabinets. So instead of just working with new home builders, we picked up some remodelers. We picked up some restoration companies. Um, we picked up some commercial accounts. I've uh, I've done hotels in Denver and Chicago. Um, we've we've done some commercial stuff we've done all sorts of different stuff so we diversified we basically went into all cabinet markets instead of just being in new homes has that proven to be good have you stuck with that or have you changed from that from that model at the time well we were in that model for quite a while until the last couple of years and then covid hit and then things just went crazy uh-huh so so uh, I know what you mean, so I'll just make this point. During that period of time, your business actually went up quite a bit during that time as opposed to some that, that really struggled. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and you know, I, I, I think that I look at that and I say that was an opportunity as well because you were able to expose your product to a lot of people. And at this point, you've got, frankly, a lot more lot more work than you guys know what to do with, which is a perfect position to be in, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's... That's pretty pretty amazing. So, uh, what uh, it, it, today? What are the primary focal points in your culture that you look to build and maintain now that you have grown to the size that you have? Well, a big thing that I like to do is uh, build from within, um, elevate employees from entry level, and teach them and uh, have them grow to the point where. You know, I've got guys that that started at entry level that are running my um, CNC now. Um, you know, so it's cultures uh, building from within, and then just always improving. So uh, recently, I've uh, rebuilt every workstation in the entire shop. I uh, had each individual employee come up with a design for their workstation. Um, we drew it, had had it approved, and then we actually built it. So that's one way that I've that I've dealt with uh, trying to keep the culture good and always improving. It's it's a kind of the adage I give to that my wife tells me regularly: "Happy wife, happy life," and she <laughs> tells me that. <laughs> so when the employees have a work environment that they believe is efficient and they enjoy they are better better employees and better at their jobs right? absolutely well it's a, it's a it's a great point now, i should also bring this back just a just a couple uh clicks here in that troy and his team built our and 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 just finished doing my kitchen and my uh, great room, and I got to tell you something: the, the work is just absolutely fabulous. I mean, seriously. And uh, I I met Troy, and and I am so proud of the work that he and his team have done. I just could not not have him on the show to talk about it. Uh, I don't mean to backtrack too much, but I mean I uh, I know the kind of work these guys do, and it's extraordinary. I've referred them to some of the best builders I know, and uh, they've been with them ever since. So uh, if you're out there, if you are a general contractor, if you are a remodeler, although I don't know that they can take you on, if you're struggling with your cabinet makers, there's no question that Tanner's Cabinets is uh, is somebody you want to consider. There's no doubt about it. So uh, who are 
your primary customers and what things are have you done over the years to build those relationships and solidify them in the way that you have because i think a lot of the builders that you've had you've had for years yeah and so how what have you done to be able to accomplish that well i think what we've done is uh we were able to keep them uh happy over the years through good service through quality cabinets and just our strong relationship. I and mean, they've grown over the years as well. Right? Absolutely, absolutely. And and you really truly don't know somebody you're working with until something bad happens. And I think I've proven time and time again, you know, that I'm a stand-up guy. And if something bad does happen, that uh, I'll do whatever it takes to make it right. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think about that as it relates to your point about 08 and your fear of going out of business, it kind of drives home the fact that you will very quickly do whatever it takes to make things right and and, and survive and stay in business. Absolutely. <clears throat> so what have, what have you, you know, when I, the other thing though that I would ask you is what, uh, specifically over the years, the relationships that you have with some of these general contractors and builders, what are the things that you've done specifically with these people? Do you talk to them on a regular basis? Have you gotten to know them? Uh, what are the things that you've done to cultivate and build and sustain those relationships over time? Oh, they're they're like friends and family now. I mean, I've snowmobiled with them over the years. I've gone hunting with them over the years. Um, we do things together. I mean, uh, uh, it's it's about relationships. So it's more than just a business partner. It's a friend. Yeah, very very true in every segment. And, and you know, I I could have could have could have said you were gonna you were gonna explain that. But all right, so. At you know there there are things though that you focus on in a culture that you're you're trying to you're trying to uh, make sure that they their their mainstays. What are those things when you think about your company and what makes you unique and memorable as compared with all other people who are in the cabinet business? Are there certain things that you want uh, a customer? to take away from Danner's cabinets that makes you unique in a, in, in a customer's mind as compared with others in the, in the marketplace? Um, I think uh, there's a lot of us that build really good cabinets, but I take away little things that most people wouldn't even understand what, that we're doing. For example, you know, if you've got a quarter-inch back on a cabinet, a lot of shops will put the hangers, the, the strips that you use to, to nail it to the wall or screw it to the wall. They'll be exposed on the inside of the cabinet where we hide all those behind the backs. Um, we do special things like uh, if you've got slab drawer fronts and you've got a long base run, say a sink base, and you've got six drawers all the way across the whole run of the top, we actually take the time and uh, cut the board the right length for the base, number the backside so that the grain flows through on all five of those drawers. You know, Troy, that, that that little thing that you just ran through, probably the only people who understand that are, are, are contractors and cabinet makers. <laughs> <laughs> I have had, I have other clients who I work with who are cabinet makers who have come into my kitchen and looked at the cabinets that you made for me and said, wow, these are really top quality. And so the things that you just pointed out are the things that they pointed out to me that frankly I didn't even know. 
<laughs> so yeah. that is that is an interesting thing, folks. If you go to your cabinets in your kitchen right now and you look at what he's talking about, most likely you're going to find that exactly what he just said you probably have in your cabinets, and they they make them look really pretty, and they fix that that issue. So that's that you know in in everything that you do, guys, as a business owner, you always want to be focused on what makes you unique and memorable. So we're going to take another break. We're here with Troy Danner from Danner's Custom Cabinet Shop in Ramsey, Minnesota. If you want to look them up, if you are interested in doing business with them, Troy, real quick, how do they get a hold of you? Uh, They can give us a call at 763-753-4002, or they can go to my website, and that's www.dannerscabinetswithans.com. Thank you very much. We'll be right back. Hey, are you considering something exceptional to set your home apart and highlight its curb appeal? How about the rich look of custom copper gutters? Copper gutters are not only beautiful, they also offer timeless durability. William Foss with Gutter Solutions installed my beautiful copper gutters. I get compliments every day. If you're looking for extraordinary craftsmanship and would like to consider something truly special, call him at 612-834-0664 or go to their website, SeamlessSolutionsMN.com. Ask for Billy. I have trusted attorney Brian Aho for more than 10 years to work closely with me to resolve and eliminate debt for many of my personal and business clients. Aho Law Office is the go-to firm I choose because Brian has always been caring and compassionate with my clients, while tenaciously fighting to retain as much of their assets as possible while quickly eliminating their debt. Brian's extensive experience and knowledge of bankruptcy law and willingness to fight allow him to resolve challenges and cases that many attorneys won't. Don't let other attorneys learn on your dime. Rely on the experience of Aho Law Office to help you achieve relief from your creditors. Competent, compassionate legal advocates providing the clarity to protect tomorrow. For more information, call Brian and his staff at 612-271-4047 or email Brian directly at brian at office.com. Again, that number is 612-271-4047. Hi, I'm Kimberly Nibo with the Kimberly Nibo Insurance Agency, serving the community for over 27 years. People tend to be most concerned with price. That is, of course, until something goes wrong. Then the only thing they care about is their coverage. My experience enables me to uncover every available discount. I could save you up to 40% while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about. Call today for a free review at 763-571-6111 or email me at kim at kimnibo.com. Hi, this is Troy Danner of Danner's Cabinet Shop. My family has been building custom cabinets and countertops for homes in Minnesota for over 50 years. We still make the cabinets the way my grandpa did when he founded our company. My team of skilled craftsmen pride themselves on attention to detail and making sure every element of your project goes perfectly. Give me a call at 763-753-4002 or visit us online at dannerscabinets.com. Mike Overson here of Minnesota Home Talk. With today's housing market, buying a house is a competition. To win in a multiple offer situation, you have to work with a local lender who has the reputation of being 100% reliable. Come to the winning team. Get pre-approved for your loan by one of the top lenders in the nation, the Mike Overson Mortgage Team at Luminate Home Loans. We will help you win. Call me at 612 612- 202-8321. That's Mike Overson at 612-202-8321 or go to applywithmike.com. 
Todd Rooker here to tell you about the most amazing jewelry store, Golden Treasures on 805 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. I've known the owner, Todd Gimble, for almost 20 years now, and at Golden Treasures, not only do you get more for less, it's the experience that you and your special person will feel when you walk in the door. Todd truly puts his heart and soul into creating your experience, regardless of how much money you spend. This is Todd's customer for life philosophy. Take it from me, there really is no other jewelry store. You can't go wrong with Golden Treasures in St. Paul. 651-227-2711. That's 651-227-2711. Finding a good banker and CPA are like having a good doctor or mechanic. You cannot fully appreciate the value they represent until you're in a pinch and truly need them. However, that's not the time to go looking for one. Instead, you want to position and strategize well in advance for a favorable outcome. CPA Arliss Cleveland of Arliss Cleveland LTD is the CPA firm you've been looking for. As many of you already know, if you're looking for a great CPA, Arliss Cleveland gets my highest endorsement. Arliss Cleveland LTD has now formed a strategic relationship with Village Bank, conveniently located in the Village Bank building, located at 9298 Central Avenue North, Suite 412 Blaine, Minnesota. You can also find Arliss Cleveland LTD certified public accountants and consultants by going to accountingoffices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. That contact information again, accounting-offices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Welcome back, folks. <clears throat> this is, uh, again, it's been a, a long time coming to get Troy on the show. Troy's done amazing work for me. Troy's an amazing business owner. He has been through some real adversity, turned lemons into lemonade. And as you hear me talk many times, show me a successful business owner. Show me somebody, a human being, successful in any area of their lives, whether it be business, finance, or whatever. And I can almost guarantee you there's a story behind it. And Troy certainly has an amazing story. And, you know, we're really staying away from the numbers and the growth, but he has built this business and changed its trajectory and grown it considerably. And especially when you, when you, uh, look at the fact that they went down to three employees in 08 and now with 21 employees, and literally have have revolutionized that shop, and we'll be talking about it in a bit. Uh, but but I, I'll take a little bit of credit for that because I've been working with Troy as a business owner for a while, and this is one of the things that we actually did, and it's been accomplished, and it's pretty doggone amazing when you walk out into that shop and you see the production and the, and the way it works. It's a well-oiled machine, like all eight cylinders firing at the same time. So we've gotten to this point. And when I meet with Troy, which is once a week, every Wednesday morning, uh, I meet with his entire team, which includes two of his sons. And so I've got a question for you, Troy. At what point did you think it might be possible to bring your your children, the next generation, into the business somewhat? At what point did did that happen naturally, or was that a conscious decision on your part? Well, it just kind of happened naturally. I've always told them they can go out and do whatever it is they want to do. And uh, uh, my oldest son, Nate, he uh, went off and went to college and graduated with a marketing degree. And and then after he was done with that, naturally, he just came back to the shop. Ha! And naturally. Then, uh, yeah. I don't know if that's naturally. I think sometimes they naturally go in the other direction running sometimes. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, But... 
uh, fortunately, I should say for me, he uh, he came back and uh, Nick, my my other son, uh, he knew right away out of high school that uh, school wasn't for him, that he wanted to work with his hands and learn the business. So uh, again, I was fortunate enough for him to want to come right after high school to to work with his dad and with with me here at the shop. So I'm pretty lucky to have both of them working with me right now. These 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 young men are respectful, and that is a tribute to you. Um, I mean, I mean, these are really good young men, and they are young men. Uh, they're not kids, uh, and uh, you know, in in my mind, certainly have a great potential to take over that business at some point. But you know, I think <clears throat> this this show. Is illustrating the point that that is no small thing to do that, and so <clears throat> with 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 that said, they work in the business every day. I meet with them once a week with your team and Chris, Chris and Ange are another part of that. Yeah. <clears throat> the the goals and aspirations that you have. I think have changed because automation has changed the way you do business and the volume that you can put out in the same footprint or size of the business. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, exactly. So what I've learned is it's real hard to find good help right now. So my mentality's changed and uh, we've been improving our machinery so that we can do more with less. And uh, we've got uh, a real nice CNC router that, that is uh hooked right to my drafting system so uh the drawings that we're providing for customers and for you todd you know we actually use those drawings put them straight to the router and they actually cut every cabinet part out on the router in your kitchen wow you know and i'll tell you folks when you go out into into the shop it is loaded with technology and the this equipment these machines these these machines are hundreds of thousands of dollars some of them and it has revolutionized the way they do business and so you know as you hear us talk how Troy's grandfather started the business kind of a bootstrap out of the garage i can tell you right now those days are are almost gone uh, to be able to do that to come into the into the business the way it is uh, today the the other thing that that uh, you know, we, Troy had me come and speak to a number of business owners on business succession and business sale and continuation. And meeting all of these business owners, what you find is that the innovation and the technology that is being input into the cabinet business is, is nothing short of profound. Um, they're all, they're all moving in that direction. And so the, the old cabinet shop that you may be familiar with pretty much doesn't really exist anymore, right? Yeah, unfortunately, it'd be really hard to start out your garage this day and age. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the other thing is that, is that, you know, you hear government people bitching about the fact that, that technology is taking away from, from the employees. But the reality is that, that one, it's hard to find good people who are willing to do any sort of physical work whatsoever today. And number two, it's more about knowing how to manage and, and work with, with the technology today than almost anything else, right? Exactly. So it's a higher level, even in the cabinet business. Uh, not unlike your mechanic today isn't doing a lot of wrenching. They're, they're working on computers and have to have those skills. So if you have someone, a, a young, a young person in your, in your, uh, uh, you know your your son or daughter. Let me tell you, the cabinet business is a tremendous business for them to go in, right? Absolutely. I mean, uh, so, 
What what uh, well? Why don't we do this? Uh, what are what are your goals? We're we're finishing out twenty twenty two and moving uh, moving almost to the end. We've got we've got what? Not even just barely two more months. Yep. What are your goals for ending out twenty twenty two? And what do you want to do different in twenty twenty three? Well, I did uh, purchase some more new machinery. So uh, for the end of this year, my goal is is to get. Uh, a couple more people up to speed on on those machines and cross training is real important to me. Uh, being it a new machine, I've got to write a new SOP for that machine. Standard so operating on, procedure. Yeah, working on that. So those are my uh, short term goals. Long term goals would be to uh, continue improving technology. So I'm looking at some uh, new machinery for next year. Oh my! Oh my! Yeah, and uh, and uh, everything speeds up the volume that they can do in, in the same size of a shop. So all of that is is uh, tremendous. Uh, we're going to take another break here. We're with Troy Danner from Danner's Custom Cabinet Shop in Ramsey, Minnesota. If you want to get a hold of them, you can go to Danner's. Uh, go to www.danners. D a n n e r s cabinets with an s c a b i n e t s Dot com. Correct. All right. Very good. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Hello. I'd like to talk with you about financial coaching. Traditional financial planners help you make decisions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds with money you already have. That's great. But who helps you accumulate more money in the first place? Who helps you make day-by-day life decisions? Who isn't trying to sell you something? Like, should I go back to school? Am I wasting money on insurance? How to purchase and finance a car, boat, home, lake cabin, or investment property? How to start, manage, and sell a business? It's about making minor errors that become colossal mistakes and cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. The problem is that you're so busy pursuing your career that you're forced to make critical financial decisions that have a dramatic long-term effect on your finances without adequate research or information. Rooker Financial Coaching is like having a personal CFO for every decision. Don't waste time lamenting the bad decisions of the past or money that's run through your fingertips. Stop procrastinating. Call Rooker Financial Coaching, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Call me today, Todd Rooker, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Zero, zero. I have trusted attorney Brian Aho for more than 10 years to work closely with me to resolve and eliminate debt for many of my personal and business clients. Aho Law Office is the go-to firm I choose because Brian has always been caring and compassionate with my clients, while tenaciously fighting to retain as much of their assets as possible while quickly eliminating their debt. Brian's extensive experience and knowledge of bankruptcy law and willingness to fight allow him to resolve challenges and cases that many attorneys won't. Don't let other attorneys learn on your dime. Rely on the experience of Aho Law Office to help you achieve relief from your creditors. Competent, compassionate legal advocates providing the clarity to protect tomorrow. For more information, call Brian and his staff at 612-271-4047 or email Brian directly at brian at office.com. Again, that number, 612-271-4047. Todd Rooker here to tell you about the most amazing jewelry store, Golden Treasures on 805 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. I've known the owner, Todd Gimble, for almost 20 years now, and at Golden Treasures, not only do you get more for less, it's the experience that you and your special person will feel when you walk in the door. Todd truly puts his heart and soul into creating your experience regardless 
regardless of how much money you spend. This is Todd's customer for life philosophy. Take it from me. There really is no other jewelry store. You can't go wrong with Golden Treasures in St. Paul. 651-227-2711. That's 651-227-2711. Are you looking for a bank that supports entrepreneurs like you? If you're searching for a bank to grow with you and your business, I would like to welcome you to our village, Village Bank. Hi, I'm Alicia Webb, President and Vice Chair of Village Bank. I'm honored to lead Village Bank, an entrepreneur's bank that was built by an entrepreneur and for entrepreneurs. Starting a business and then maintaining it requires mindset. It's important for business owners to realize that financial statements aren't just for their bankers and accountants. Knowing your numbers will help build the foundation for you and a healthy and successful business. You don't have to be a financial expert nor a banker, but you do need to understand a few key financial documents and metrics to make your business successful. Follow us on Facebook and LinkedIn or visit us at villagebankonline.com. It takes a village to accomplish your business goals. And be sure to tune in to cover your assets the last Saturday of every month to fill your entrepreneurial cup of ambition and start your Saturday off right with me, Alicia Webb, and our village, Village Bank. Fix Auto has been the collision repair leader in the Twin Cities for over 40 years. Hi, I'm Matt Feehan, second generation owner. Our mission at Fix Auto is to provide you with the simplest collision repair experience anywhere. If you're in an accident and you need help, my team is here and ready for you. You can find us on the web at fixautousa.com. That's fixautousa.com. We are Fix Auto, home of the WOW experience. Hi, I'm Kimberly Nibo with the Kimberly Nibo Insurance Agency, serving the community for over 27 years. People tend to be most concerned with price. That is, of course, until something goes wrong. Then the only thing they care about is their coverage. My experience enables me to uncover every available discount. I could save you up to 40% while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about. Call today for a free review at 763-571-6111 or email me at Kim at KimNibo.com. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Welcome back, everybody. So this is, uh, I I hope you've enjoyed the show. Um, Listening to Troy, there's so much you can read into the things that he has said. You know, Troy isn't a guy who, who who does a pity party. In fact, he didn't want to even talk about some of the things that we brought up. Uh, but there is so much behind what he said that you that you could easily read into. Because like all of us, Troy has had his challenges. And frankly, some of us may not even be able to compare our challenges to him. But he doesn't really spend a lot of time on it. He's moving forward. And you need to do that same thing in your own life. You really do. You need to focus on turning lemons into lemonade. You need to focus on the fact that adversities and challenges in your life are put in your path. And those things can make you more and help you become more successful and and proud of yourself build your own personal self-esteem so uh, you know troy the 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 uh the 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 business has the potential uh, to move into a fourth generation i think that's astounding one business transition is is big enough uh, is there anything you want to leave people with about Danner's Cabinet Shop that, that you feel is important that they know about you and your team out in Ramsey? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we're a real good custom quality cabinet shop. Uh, we back it up with real good service. And uh, 
family owned and operated here locally. Yeah, and and uh, you know when there's a problem, Troy makes it right, and uh, they uh, uh, the whole team does. It it really is quite a quite an amazing group. Uh, as I've said, I work with them on a regular basis. I'm I'm I you know travel out there once a week, and every time you know. Troy takes me, not every time, but most times, Troy will take me through the shop and show me what is changing because it is ever changing. Yep. <laughs> it is ever changing. Absolutely. And uh, Troy is also a manager of the business. That's the other thing that you should take away from this. If you are a practitioner, you've heard me say many times, hey, I started out doing this thing and then I built this business. Well, not always, but oftentimes being focused on the work of the job, being a practitioner can actually be a detriment to the growth of the business. And through some of Troy's challenges, he has been forced to move away from being a practitioner and more as a manager. And as a result, that business has thrived and grown as a result. And that is a real takeaway for me, for any of you folks who are business owners or want to be business owners, know that when you do something, you're looking to be able to grow. And when you grow and scale, you can't be the guy or the gal who does everything. You've got to be able to take on other people and give them opportunities. And not only that, Troy, you have a growing business. And a growing business attracts different people because they know through the growth of the business, there'll be new opportunities as the business grows for them. Correct. Yeah. Uh, the other point that Troy made is he promotes within, and that is a powerful thing. And do a lot of the people know that that's a potential for them when they come to work, or do they just find that out later? Um, I explain that to them up front, and uh, they find out later that I kept, you know, that that's the way I do it. Very good. Troy Danners and Ramsey's uh, Ramsey. You can look up uh, Danners Custom Cabinet Shop. They are phenomenal. Troy, last last phone number before you let them go. 763-753-4002. Thank you, Todd. It has been my honor and privilege to have you on, Troy. Thank have you. a great weekend, everybody. Bye-bye. I'd like to talk with you about financial coaching. Traditional financial planners help you make decisions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds with money you already have. That's great, but who helps you accumulate more money in the first place? Who helps you make day-by-day life decisions? Who isn't trying to sell you something? Like, should I go back to school? Am I wasting money on insurance? How to purchase and finance a car, boat, home, lake cabin, or investment property? How to start, manage, and sell a business? It's about making minor errors that become colossal mistakes and cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. The problem is that you're so busy pursuing your career that you're forced to make critical financial decisions that have a dramatic long-term effect on your finances without adequate research or information. Rooker Financial Coaching is like having a personal CFO for every decision. Don't waste time lamenting the bad decisions of the past or money that's run through your fingertips. Stop procrastinating. Call Rooker Financial Coaching, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Call me today, Todd Rooker, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. This has been a paid program. The views expressed were not necessarily those of the management or ownership of KSTPAM 1500 ESPN.